Dark rituals, dire warnings, and a battle of wills. This is Gluttony and Earth. Hello and welcome to the IDL. My name's Nick and this is Gluttony and Earth. Joining to me. <laughs> Join. <laughs> take that again, cat. <laughs> All right. Uh, with me, who isn't having a stroke, it's Kyle. Hi. <laughs> Way more on top of their game. It's Adam. I'm on like four hours of sleep. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had an hour and a half of tech issues. You could have napped. And forever a mass it's Baka zombie. Kyle's visual gag of slowly making it over his way over the microphone is going to transfer really well to audio only. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for uh, like two to three weeks from now when I'm out editing this and I don't remember. <laughs> I just shorten it. <laughs> well, that's a lot of dead air. No, I think I think in the beginning I usually am better at realizing whether or not something is meant to take that long or not. Because it's not like people deciding on what they're what they're gonna do on their seventh turn. So I I thought I was thinking about this. Uh, I, I say that I think I start a lot of these with this, a lot of my bands with that. So I was thinking about this. Uh, there's a lot of thoughts going on about you this one this? subject. You hear about this? You know about this? Uh, camping. Am I right? No. Uh, <laughs> oh. So I'm off. I'm I'm like uh, 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 near like a park and like a creek where I where I work. Um, and so I'm out out like uh, in the the forests. Uh, basically, uh, what I'm doing, and uh, I was I was curious what everyone has an experience with camping. Like, what is your what is your camping uh, level of engagement that you do? I need I, to have a toilet. You need to have. A I toilet. can't. I'm I'm not pooping in the woods. I will That's not. Right poop in the woods i need to have a toilet that flushes like not even toilet like i'm not gonna flush? do an outhouse situation you want a toilet that flushes? Green? no out, uh, no outhouse no ferns you need no, you a go to my grandparents house then. you need a camp that has a center with public toilets yeah just like something that flushes because yeah. i'm not gonna deal with that yeah growing up and my grandparents didn't have uh running water in their house for until i was probably in high school you had to go out to the outhouse. You go in the bathroom. Well, it's the, old. It's easier to get if it's walking. <laughs> yeah. They're they're old. They're old Finnish people. You had to go out to the outhouse yeah. on the hill. You had to go down the hill to the to the um the well and pump pump your water. Nope, couldn't do it. We had a fake well at my grandparents. It was like a de- like a decorative well in their front yard. Well, was it a, like a pump? No. No, no, they not have, like they a, have a. They have a pump. It's still, yeah. it's still there, and you can still use it. And I think they do. But yeah, that's yeah. that's the only choice they had for a long time was the the pump down by the lake. Yeah, so it's it was decorative. It was it it wasn't even there wasn't a hole that it didn't go anywhere. <laughs> um, although I, as a kid, I wish it did. I thought that was like super cool, and I wanted <laughs> to be like 
to go down the rope and explore it. Uh, well, I mean, so basically living at your grandparents or being at your grandparents was like uh, camping. Kind of, I guess. Yeah. Any any more traditional? Do you like? Do you go out? Do you like to be out in the in the in the woods? Take a little walk and gander. I for Boy Scouts, we'd go all the time. Like I went, oh. we went camping um, in the winter and sleep in a in a Quincy, which is like an igloo, but it's not like you don't build it with cubes. You just like make a, a mound of snow and then you dig into it. Mm-hmm. And we slept yeah. in below zero temperatures. Yeah. And I was by the door, so my feet were a little cold. But the guy next to me was even colder because I was quite the prankster. And you could you could <laughs> see why when when I tell you what I did, I would punch the ceiling above his sleeping bag. <laughs> no, I, mean, I am remembering the story now. Yeah, poor Andy, I woke up in the middle of the night and he's just. <laughs> My favorite pranks are the ones that could be life threatening. <laughs> <laughs> but like mm-hmm. for that too, it was um, what was it called? Uh, I can't remember what it was called. But like you would, we would. <laughs> now I'm going to explain. It. It's going <laughs> to sound very strange. But essentially, you'd have like a dog sled, but the kids would pull the dog sled. <laughs> so we'd pull his dog sled around the uh, the woods and go do different tasks all day and then sleep in a, in a snow pile. <laughs> and we do those ones. Then we have like summer camps or we'd go there for a week and it'd, you'd be in the middle of the woods and have to hike to the main camp and do Boy Scout stuff. And there's no running water at those ones. Um, but it was cool because like the campsites would be these like expansive areas and they'd be like different levels. Like one of the camps we go to is the furthest one out or campsites we go to is the furthest one out. And we would always climb to the highest hill in that campsite and sleep on top of that. So you could look over everything. Very cool stuff. I like camping. Yeah, it can be fun. Like when I'm doing it, like if I'm not camping, if I'm actively not camping at this moment, it does not sound appealing at all. But like if I'm in the activity of camping, I think it's pretty nice. Uh, I enjoy just being out there in the woods. I grew up in the county, so like I think that kind of helps me feel more at home. That means I how don't think I've slept in a tent for quite a while. Cause like, cause I, every year for like Fourth of July, we go to my gra- my other grandparents' lake. Um, and some people use tents there, but I'm usually only there for a day because of work. So I usually just sleep in somebody's RV. But Kyle, your turn. Yeah, Kyle. What do you camp? Have you? No. Have you? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, set up a, a, a tent on the. On no, the I am a city boy. I do not go outdoors. <laughs> have you have you ever like met a wild animal? No. Those are things. Why'd you put it that way? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I've met a wild animal either. <laughs> I mean, I've met wild animals. <laughs> uh, well, see, as long as you as long as you live life uh, in the mindset of like just fail forward. Uh, animals are way more afraid of you than than you should be of them. So you can just like fuck up, and they won't care about you. And they'll just go away. Uh, so I, 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 I'm I'm probably a lot more likely to approach a wild animal than I should. <laughs> How do you get uh, rabies? 
<laughs> well, I mean, it's like they don't attack you. They're scared. Well, like, okay, so like during my job, like I said, like I'm in like the the like woods near a creek. A there's a there's a wild like a wild bear that was just like going through everyone's like just traveling the neighborhood. Uh, and like I would see it while I'm going, and everyone's like, "Oh, watch out! There's a bear!" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever." I saw it. <laughs> I like to do my job, and like there was a point where like there was like a there was like some bushes, right? And like I was doing something. I turn around and the bear's head is just peeking out of the bush. Then we both spot each other and he just books it. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, what a, he was a nice bear. <laughs> we ran into it. We ran into, into each other twice and both times. He was like, it was like one of those moments where like you're, you're going around a corner and there's a person there. <laughs> you're like, Oh, uh, uh, but I, I mean, I've gone actual camping. Uh, I realized so, like, I I, I, uh, I grew up next to a lake, and uh, uh, there is an island on the lake that uh, that I've heard called be called Boy Scout Island because scouts would go up there and camp. Um, and I've gone out there. We've we've pontooned out there. Me and friends, some friends have for for a few days. Those are always fun. And I've um, I went one Fourth of July. I was camping, and it was. Uh, so, so what these things are like what what's what's hanging me up right now is is the idea that that adam said he won't do it if there isn't a toilet and i so like uh i used to be able to just only need to like take a shit like twice a week uh <laughs> probably not healthy but that's what it was I definitely didn't not <laughs> it was I fine mean... for me whatever so it, it like it like through it's been throw like uh throwing me out because i'm like I don't. I don't think I've ever gone to the bathroom on when I've gone camping. Oh, like, <laughs> that is a thing. That is when I went camping as a kid. I wouldn't go to the bathroom all week. Like uh, number two, and yeah, that, like that's just how my body. Like I when I went to this is not camping, but when I went to Texas uh, for a week, like two years ago, I didn't go to the bathroom the entire time. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Why am I just not going to the bathroom? Like, I'm eating things that should make me go to the bathroom. And like, mm. I'm like, I'm just going to get like a bunch of McDonald's or whatever. That'll make me go. It didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, something's wrong. <laughs> I think it's just my anal retentiveness yeah. <laughs> of not like, being at my own bathroom. Yeah, for sure. I don't. I want the toilet there if I need to take a poop. I don't think like more than likely if I'm going camping like in a tent, probably not going to be pooping like that. I have a very similar thing where it's like, that's not going to happen. But if I get to the moment and I need to take a poop, I'm not squatting in the woods. I'm not, that's not going to be. Well, let's, let's, let's all brainstorm right here. What do we think the best do solution we? to needing this shit in the woods is? Um, don't, I mean, if you have to, it's, <laughs> if it's getting to the point, I really want to dig mean. deep into this. What do you mean? <laughs> Say you need your camping and you're like, shit, I got shit. There's no toilets. What's the solution? Go? You just, you just you go? go? Yeah. <laughs> but I, like, I don't know what you're trying to get at right now. Do you, did, are we, <laughs> I don't know. I know the, like, the I think there's, I'm saying it, when but, there's like, an aversion to wanting to, to shit while camping. If you have this aversion to it and like you, you're in this scenario of like you get stuck in that solution. Like, do you just like, yeah, do you just like bite your dignity oh. and go? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'll deal with it if it ever comes to that moment, but I'm okay. not going camping where I don't have a toilet, so mm -hmm. I'll never have to deal with it. Mm -hmm. <laughs>
And if I'm stranded in the woods without a toilet, then something worse has gone wrong with my life. And pooping, <laughs> the least of my worries. Hey, all I'm saying is you haven't lived until you wake up in the middle of the night and realized you put your tent in an inopportune spot and you're currently sleeping in two inches of water because it's been storming on the- <laughs> I've gone camping in a hurricane and I had a similar situation. <laughs> Well, I think it's time we flush this conversation and get right into the recap. I just cut off your story, but I think I think we've made the audience suffer enough. <laughs> You're gonna miss uh, my whole story then. <laughs> uh, so last time we started off uh, a little nice little scene of of uh, answering a question in the dark world. As to Deborah keeps getting sick. What what's what's going on with that? And then uh, uh, Darius uh, is is we we learn that Darius is spending his magical resources to constantly keep her going, to keep her her uh, uh, healthy for this long arduous journey, um, this journey that's taking seemingly forever. Uh, because it's hard to tell how much time is passing because there's no change in the position of compass. There's no change in the darkness. It's just moving forward as Gargak leads. But back in the second world, uh, Indian's crew of Thelam and Nathaniel and Ildatha are about their third night of of hiking these mountains. The winds are getting extremely uh, vicious, very bad gales. Uh, Ildoth is no longer able to fly around and help scout because of it. He has to land. Uh, and then eventually they, eventually a pillar of stone smashes down in front of everyone. Some of you getting hurt. No, I believe you all might've dodged it. I, I don't really recall. Oh, no, you, you hit, got hit. I got crushed. You got crushed. Nathaniel got crushed. Uh, by Indian this, got herded too. Yeah. Uh, so no one really. There, there are no winners. Uh, you guys eventually realize both where the, the pillar came from and why the winds are so bad. As you see in the distance, Sharuma fighting a wind elemental. Initially, you decide, let's not fuck with that. Let's. He doesn't see us. Let's just keep going to our destination while we can. So you guys get there and you you reach uh, uh, this. This energy, Nathaniel see, feels this like energy of this power point as, as they approach this uh, 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 almost like clearing uh, uh, or platform on the mountain with six caves and a large spruce. As they're approaching to see if people are there or what's going on, Thelum trips. Thelum gets up, starts seeing what he tripped over, and then you realize... You're finding the the frozen corpses of several uh, of these centaur druids. Seeing everything's abandoned, you think maybe it's likely that Sharuma did it. Some of these wounds sound uh, look like they're you know like they've been crushed by something. It's clearly what he might have done. Do you think the new green uh, faith? might have come here and done something. So you, you see, you know where Shroom's at and you make your way back to Shuruma. Uh While there, you decide to 
engage before he uh, uh, before he notices you. Nathaniel, 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 uh, uh, Nathaniel decides to prove their worth in battle at this moment by wild shaping into a bear and uh, approaching to get toe to toe with Sharuma while he's fighting the wind, uh, wind elemental. Eventually in this combat, um, he is taking plenty of hits from Sharuma. He is, or they, sorry, they are, you know, uh, enduring this combat. Eventually Nathaniel's the one who puts the finishing blow on this wind elemental, uh, who then turns into this crystal shard. Nathaniel as a bear takes it in their mouth and books it. Sharuma pissed decides to start hunting Nathaniel across the board. However, Endian, using the venom they got from Chaco, paralyzes Sharuma in his tracks, allowing Thelm to get up there and start the flurry of blows. However, Sharuma's attention wanes from Nathaniel and onto Thelum, asking if their name is Americ. Thelum, confused by this, uh, maybe hesitates a moment, but Shruma asks, uh, reaches out a hand and asks if Thelum would like to discuss this somewhere else. Confused by, uh, a little confused, uh, Thelum declines the offer by throwing in a few more punches. Shruma then decides to let you have the gem and he teleports away. Unsure of what next, uh, this encounter probably, you probably didn't know what you were wanting out of this encounter or what you were expecting when you did this, but you realize you, you came empty hand, you ended up empty, mostly empty handed, uh, other than successfully stopping Shuruma from getting this gem. And you decide to head back to uh, the Pen of Lights camp. Darius. Okay, I'm never, I'm never sure who we're... What's <laughs> happening? Okay, okay. You are on... It's it's cold. It feels like cold dirt. You're on your back. You are tied down. It's dark in here. As you're looking around, you're in a cavern of some sort. And... You know you you have the will to do this. You have a strong sense of self, and you can go through with this. It'll be okay. You know you have the will to do this. And you have to you, you keep repeating this mantra to yourself to to try and reassure to yourself that you have the will to go through with this. You have a strong enough will, and you will survive what happens. I mean, how how did I end up in this cave? Why am I tied down? You volunteered. You volunteered to do this. You knew it had to be done if you were to make it. You, you knew that the only way to do this was to make sure your mind and soul was impenetrable. 
and you found this might have been the only way to get through. You hear some like clacking in the darkness and it's getting a little bit louder and you kind of wince at first as you realize what's happening. But you know you can go through with this. But these two out of the darkness, you know, in, in, in these shades of gray as they finally enter your vision, as you know what's making the sounds, it's these two very, very different looking bug-like humanoids. One might look like more cricket-like. The other one more more beetle-like. Uh, and they're they're approaching you and it's you can't really make anything out of their their eyes because of the just the, it's just a void of darkness it's, it's there's nothing to read but i don't think you need to read it uh, you know what's happening you know you volunteered and you have the will to you have the will to do this you will survive this and you will make it through to the other side these bugs are approaching you um, and they're they're chittering to each other. You don't know exactly what they're saying, but you know they they don't really regard you with much respect. These these creatures. So you know that they could you could communicate if you need to, but you know there's no need to at this point. You're you're already at the end of of this part. Eventually, these beetles surround you. These bugs. These two. They come to you, and you take in a deep breath to brace yourself, because you have enough will to do this. You can survive this. You will make it to the end. You will survive. It's going to be you. Their claws dig into your flesh and rip chunks out, and it hurts like hell, and they're feasting on it. And then eventually it gets to the point where like they're not even really ripping. They're just nine at your arms and your legs and it hurts like hell as these things keep devouring you but you need to keep strong you have a strong sense of mind and you have a strong sense of self and you will survive you will be the one who survives and this is if nothing else a test not a test but a a, a show of what you can do because you will survive this as they start eating you and they're biting into your flesh, ripping off and they're consuming you bit by bit and you don't know when it happens, but eventually the pain overcomes you and you black out and you try to open your eyes again. And it's, it's things feel bright, like almost like hazy and bright and it's hard to see and it feels cold and it feels wet Whatever this is, it feels like home. This feels comforting. You feel invigorated. And you collapse. Something bursts and you collapse to the cold, wet ground. Covered in whatever this stuff was. And, and you're, you're just getting your eyesight out of this. And you did it. You did it. You look down and you can see hazily... Like, like you're seeing like a like smeared vase, like a reflection of yourself in like a mirror that's had Vaseline's like splattered on it. It's it's hazy but and blurry, but you see your reflection, and you know you did it. You survived. You're gonna be able to get through this, Darius. 
it's time for you to start seeking. And you, you feel like you're drowning almost as you wake up and you, you realize you're sleeping in the swamp and you had somehow gotten submerged and you almost, you're like, you, you look over. How would you normally think you would camp out in the belly swamps? I mean, um, as part of like Darius's tools and such, like I, um, whenever possible, like when we have the time and materials and even mm -hmm. like the base, um, he would be cobbling together like very rough lean tos and things mm -hmm. like that, just so that we're um, not as exposed. And yeah. then, um, like really probably sleeping very lightly. Um, also having like all sorts of alarm spells, like as far out as he could safely do, just trying to cover as much space as possible. So I think waking up at any time, um, he immediately like takes a register of like all of those spells to see if one of those yeah. is what. Uh, yeah, no, you, 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 you almost like you were drowning for a second and you start coughing up this sludge and grime um, you realize you're 20 feet out from your lean-to. Um, no, all of your alarms are fine. You slept in your lean-to, uh, but your commotion kind of alerts Gargak and uh, uh, Debra, who take note and look outside and is like, What? Are you... Are, are you okay? Uh, uh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, must, uh... Something just didn't sit right with me. Um, sorry. Y'all go back to sleep. I'm good. Uh, don't worry about it. As I'm just, like, wiping whatever, like, the bile and the sludge from my mouth. Uh, oh, okay. okay. Um. We're not, not too far out. Keep your wits about you. We'll get there very soon. Good. Yeah, I mean... Sooner the better, Gargak. Sooner the better. And with that, we'll fade away from your campsite. And we'll come to the encampment of the Pen of Light. Where you all uh, have trudged up the hill back to it. Uh, with the winds dying down, with the wind elemental dead you find that you Ildoth is able to help scout better with you. You find it's clear. You get there yourselves. Um, you think you think you have about maybe an hour until nightfall. Um, I think as we were walking or soon after, <clears throat> I would ask because um, Nathaniel still would have held on to the uh, gem or crystal, whatever we got from the elemental and would turn to look to Endian and uh, Thalaman just like, how do you know him? How do you know who that was? He's we been. We don't really know him. Not personally, but he's been. We know he's associated with the people we're trying to stop, or at least working with them, which is what associated means. I just doubled up on the same word. But we've fought him before. He's part of the reason why our friend is missing. He seemed... He seemed to know you, Thelum. You haven't... You didn't know... You don't know him? Why... No. I... 
I don't even recognize that name. Why would he ask you to go with him? People are strange. Very much so. It is concerning he seems so interested in you. Um, uh, yeah, then I think a lot of silence then making our way back to the camp because Nathaniel doesn't exactly know how to make or what to make of this situation. Should we camp here tonight? Um, yes. I mean, it will be... They lived here, at least some of the time, so it'll be welcoming enough if you don't mind all the corpses in front of your sleeping area. Yes, I, I, I think it's best that we camp here and see what we can still learn from this place. Yeah, so like I said, there there is like this opening area where you think maybe like 20 people could be gathered. It's probably where they've come to do social activity or meet or do whatever. There's this this big spruce that's growing from uh, uh, from the side uh, and six different uh, caverns in this in the side of the mountain. How I guess I would start looking through the caverns just to see um, like if they're all sleeping areas or what like the general setup of the caves are. And what about uh, what is Indian and Thelm going to do? Eldatha is going to stay and, and keep watch as as an owl. So he's going to go fly up around the area to make sure like nothing's coming this way while you guys are doing setting up. Thelm is not too worried about the um, shelter because he yeah. can just go inside the ring. He also, as far as you know, he's like spent so much of his time in the outdoors and he doesn't, the cold doesn't bother him. I imagine yeah. this is just like, feels, feels pretty homely for him. Yeah, the dead bodies. <clears throat> yeah. Dead bodies are just a decoration. Yeah. What was Nathaniel doing? Sorry. Um, I'm just kind of doing like a general search of the caves to see like, are they all sleeping areas or is like one, like an indoor gathering or just seeing what the general setup is. Yeah, that's what Indian would be doing to see if find somewhere that's like maybe they could do a fire at that wouldn't be as noticeable. Mm-hmm. Can um Elum because we're we're gonna go to the to these guys to see if they can help us with um Darius, right? Uh well these ones are all dead apparently. So we yes. might have to go to uh uh Nathaniel's ex uh people. Yep. No, that kind of was an X. But, um, Thelm will. <laughs> Thelm will. I guess look if they left. If there's some books mentioning okay. anything where theirs would be. Okay, yeah. Um, well, I'll say you each take two different caves, go to explore. Basically, as you're approaching, they seem a little bit larger, so multiple people could each live in each cave. They seem. Besides the fact that you don't know how long they've been dead, uh, they seem lived in. There is a, a bedding of of furs and and pine needles and all sorts of things like that to like help give them somewhere to like rest. You see noticeable veins of moonstone in this mountain. So like each cave, it's like. You'll see, like, veins of it in the sides. Nathaniel, you find, uh, as you're, like, digging through this stuff and, like, looking to see, uh, you see carvings, uh, like, wooden carvings. Uh, so it looks like they might have spent time 
making totems or 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 trinkets of sorts as they are like some of which look like demons some of them look like beasts um some of them look like people some of them look like centaurs uh so you're finding these these carvings I, i guess all of you would find these like the bedding and the carvings you'll find um like wa- uh, like water skins. Uh, it seems like a lot of them still have water in them. You will notice some of them have a dyed red piece of leather around them. Uh, so you guys will end up finding three water skins of that are healing potions. Um, you find two crooks that you think are sizable enough to be used like quarter staffs. And you find a uh, a leather scroll case with a scroll inside. It's a spell of, of good or spell scroll of goodberry. And Thelum, you find just this like large like orb of moon, like a crystal orb that is made out of moonstone. I'm right. Can I try to? <laughs> I'll fail. Can I try to do an arcana arcana check on it? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> I'm not, I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna make that. That's a one. Oh, yeah, no, no. You know, crystals and jewelry and shit like that can be magical, but you don't know anything from it specifically. Um, as we're, or as um, Nathaniel at least kind of checks out those couple of caves, <clears throat> they would kind of take everything that we could potentially use um, out of it, especially if they have any um, I know they're centaurs, but um, any type of winter type gear that may fit or be usable for Indian, um, since I know she doesn't have the best winter gear. Um, but then spend and start um, moving the bodies out of the snow into um, a couple of the caves, kind of setting them out um, with as much reverence as possible. Um, like, you know, using some of the bedding, some of the extra. Um, pine needles and furs and things like that to give them a bit more of a respectful uh, resting. So you, you start moving those. You uh, I don't know, possibly if you all help, but either way, you'll, you'll get them start moving. Um, I pretty much listed the, the useful items that you've seen, and then I'll say by the time you've collected and found them all and moved them in, um, you can do that. Uh, it, about an hour, hour and a half is coming to was it Endian or Thelum that wanted to figure out the best way to camp without alerting people? Endian. Indian. Give me a survival check. Hey, girl, hey, girl, hey. Uh, tw- oh, shit. Well, it was 23. Okay. Uh, yeah, y- you think, you just suspect at least that you could light the fire near the entrance of one of the caves to help block out and, like, it, it'll, it'll make the light more directional in a way, but you know it'll at least help also give it some cover. You think if it's near the entrance of the cave, it's not going to smoke itself out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, you know you could do that. Whether or not you guys, are, which side of the fire you're on, <laughs> I suppose depends uh, is up to you guys. But you think that's probably the best way to go about that. Uh, there is, there are uh, I'll say there is like hides and stuff like that that you guys can use as winter gear. For Yay. Can I get nature checks from everybody? So Ild- Ildatha's come back 
Uh, it's nothing seems to be coming. Dark is setting. You know it's not a full moon yet, but you, but Synthoth is tomorrow night. Synthoth will be a full moon. Sixteen. I got a natural one. I got a nineteen, but it's a minus two, so seven. Well, still seventeen. Still the highest. I'll say Thelman Indian, as as Nathaniel is preparing and and you know doing this ceremony to of or not ceremony, but giving them a more ceremonial placement for their bodies. The moon is is shining above you guys, almost full, almost practically full. It's it's almost like it's it's almost indistinguishable at this point. You see that the orb that Thelm found, it's like reflecting the light almost. It's like the, the orb itself in the moonlight is, it feels more radiant. Um, you, you don't know that you necessarily have looked at Moonstone in this way before, but it is, is looks like it it's responding to being bathed in, in the moonlight. Is there like, some kind of pedestal, either out here or in one of the caves that can hit be hit by the moonlight. That this thing no. would sit on. No, 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 no. Um, no, 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 no. So Nathaniel would know that while the pursuers might have something like that, because they are tracking the moon and they're that's a very powerful, prominent thing for them. The you don't think that. The pen of light was necessarily focused on the moon itself. The most, the only like real standout feature of this place is the large spruce. Um, can I try direct light towards the spruce? Yes, yes. So as you are are taking almost like as a like a focal point of this orb and and redirecting it closer to more directly towards the tree, you see glowing in the bark, carve, runic carvings start to appear on the tree side. That's where the pen of the light comes in. <laughs> 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 I was like, hold on a minute. <laughs> Neither Endian or Thelum understand this language, though. What? You don't know. I don't know how to read. <laughs> Is it druidic? Nathaniel? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I would cut, like, assuming y'all would have said something. Um, oh, look, writing on the tree. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I would I would check it out. Um, yeah. see, like, <laughs> Nathaniel's just hauling bodies. <laughs> like, doing all the heavy lifting. Or they're doing all the heavy lifting. Nathaniel, as you go to check the tree, you can tell, indeed, these... These glowing ruins are a form of druidic. What does it say? It is... (laughs) It is depicting a ritual that is guarded by the pen of light. It gives a little bit of... Not a lot, because it seems like... One, there's not a lot of space, but it's also like trying to get to a point. But it does express that, like... Uh, the pen of light as guardians of dark world they have a ritual that will indeed however let you make that connection again so the ritual as as listed it says that you one need moonlight captured in a crystal orb two 
You need permission from an entity of Dark World. Three, a totem carved into your greatest fear. Four, vestigiata spruce clippings that were dipped in melted tallow from animals. Those are at least the things you need for the ritual. The ritual itself, essentially, when you get these, what, you're, what you'll do is you will get these spruce clippings uh, that are dipped in, in this tallow, and you will end up using them as earplugs. Then the leader of your journey will take the orb and lift it as a guiding light for everyone. Everyone else will be holding in, or, and everyone will be holding in their other hand a totem carving of their greatest fear. And you will, with the permission of the entity of Dark World, you will follow the orb into the cave behind the tree. Which, if you go back and you inspect on the other side, there is a cave that goes into the uh, mountain below the tree. And it is lined. Uh, Endian and Thelum would know the walls are lined in lemonite. Hmm. Um, I would explain all of that. Um, so it, I mean, I would assume we've already found the orb. The totems seem to be, would be simple enough to make. Same with, can I, I'm assuming this spruce tree is a fastigia spruce tree. No, but you, I think you would know enough that on the mountain, it's pretty littered. They're like very like, small, almost like dwarf trees. Okay. Gathering the clippings will be of no real concern. Um, we can probably track down some tallow, either left here or hunt something to make the tallow. I don't know how we are going to get permission from an entity of Dark World. I don't know any thing that lives there and how we would get that. Yes, that seems like a very troubling situation to be in. Well, everyone's discussing. <laughs> well, Nathaniel, I'm gonna whisper up to my ring. Are you of the Dark World? In Primordial. <laughs> what was that though? <laughs> you just hear a low grumbling from Thelum. I'm trying to decide what to do here. <laughs> because I, I think I've, I, I've pretty much made it understood that he cannot respond. He can only respond in one volume. But <laughs> <laughs> he responds in primordial, so. <laughs> but I know, but he's whispering so that he's like taking that as a like, how uh, he clearly thinks someone might understand. Eh, it's Stella. He likes to whisper. Yeah. <laughs> in in primordial back, you hear, uh, and I guess you would all hear this like rumbling sound echo from his ring. Why do you ask? Young Thelum. Because I need consent. Permission. For what? A ritual. And what ritual would you need? Uh. That requires the consent of an individual from Dark World. Um, I, I, I'm assuming a, a ritual to get in to Dark World. Then I decline. What, 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 are you are you are you from Dark World? <laughs> now Thelum's not whispering anymore. <laughs> Thelum, does your friend have something to say? Hold on. <laughs> Who is your friend? 
I what uh, I don't is... feel like being shushed right now. Who are you yes, talking? Yes, this is to? very concerning. What? What? Spe- what is speaking to you? Okay, okay. Too many people are talking. He goes here. Catch this. He goes into the ring. Indian doesn't catch it. on the snow. What was that? He. It's hard to explain. There's an entity living inside of his ring that he talks to quite often. That's very what? concerning. Yes. You get what, used to it, unfortunately. What kind of entity? I I know it's a it's a genie, genie right? Yeah, you know it's a yeah. I think I'm I'm pretty sure we've that's been a. I know it's been thing. said. I just can't remember yeah. who it was all said to. Uh, it's a genie living in there. He asks thing. He asks them to bring things to him sometimes, and in turn has saved his life and mine. Interesting. Yes, very. And apparently he's having some kind of argument with them now, so I don't know if he knows something about what we have to do here. Well, I suppose if he's saved the princess's life, then it couldn't be all bad. Well, Hmm. only in payment of a dragon egg, unfortunately. A dragon egg? It was one of our early rescues from the... this group that, uh... that, that man that we just encountered worked for. And unfortunately, this entity wanted that as well, and found a way to get it by resurrecting us. Feel like the world has only gotten stranger. You've only seen half of it. Uh, Nathaniel, like, for a little bit, <laughs> visibly is a little taken aback by that statement. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He'll be in there for a while. Just remember where it is so we don't lose it. Uh, inside of the ring, Thelon poofs in, and you see that Pazuzu is like arms crossed and like very visibly annoyed. No, 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 no. <laughs> you, you don't get to be annoyed. You get to be the keeper of this. <laughs> What time gone? You do not get to be annoyed. I just wanted to know if you're from the dark world and if you give consent or whatever permission, whatever. I will not allow you to go to dark world. Why not? Have you ever been to dark world? No, but I've been to places where it's dark and I can see in them now. There is a reason I have walked Fractera. Instead of Dark World. It's a miserable, gloom, awful existence. You know what else is in that miserable, gloomy, dark existence? Someone. I know you have everything or that you want already, but someone who could help give you more of those items. Someone who is very useful, smart, and powerful. Well, I've already been here. <laughs> I've already done that for myself. I've been here the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Young fellow, (laughs) you will need to offer up something quite hefty for me to go back to Dark World. I am not very excitable to the prospect of ending up there when you die. 
I hate that these conversations happen where we can't interact at all. I love it. <laughs> I think it's on purpose. Do I challenge? Because <laughs> no matter what, well, not no matter what, I might find another way, and he'll be in there with me. Oh, okay. Um, Pazuzu, I I need Darius back. He's helped me a lot for me to just not be able to help him back. At least get him to Fractera. What would the price be? I don't know, Dylan. It is something I very much do not want. And it's hard to find things that I might want when I know that I already have everything I'll need. So what happens if I do find a way and you'll be back there? And it'll be very unpleasant for both of us. Well, well, I wish you luck if I do find a way. Here's an idea. Get me his box. Who? Darius's box. What use would you have that? Or... I don't know yet, but it seems as though it has gotten us in quite too many problems. Well, I'll go back to you if I can't find another way. And he poops out. And I just tell him poops back into the cold snow. <laughs> He's covered in snow because the ring was buried a little. <laughs> During this time, could yeah. Indian have looked at that gem that the uh, air air elemental left? Yeah, I just want just Daniel. Can I look at that for a moment? Uh, yes, of course. Um, um, I, I just want. Oh, wait, oh, if he had something else, to say. Uh, I just wanted to see if it was similar to the ones that uh, we had to collect for the librarian test. Uh, yes, it's a very similar concept. You you would recognize um, the the crystals that each of the uh, things you collected in the library exam. There, the crystals were a little bit different each. Uh, it seemed more dependent on what the creature that you defeated. Um, and this wind elemental, yeah, it's it's a very similar. It seems to be some kind of soul gem. This is strange. I don't know what it means, but it is familiar. Where have you encountered these before? When I took my test to receive my librarian license, the thing we used to travel between lands, the monsters we had to slay would drop these, and then we'd put them into lanterns and return them to complete the test. But this one just seemed to be on its own and dropped this, so I don't know what that means necessarily. What did... Did the lanterns do anything? Not that I remember... They didn't do anything, did they? Oh, the lanterns? They were um, kind of like lantern-shaped. They were like containment units that you guys okay. put the gems in. And with the gems in that containment unit, they were able to forge those gems into your library license. Ah. Oh, yes. We, they were forged into the license themselves, but nothing else that I'm aware of. Is your license... Is it, is it magical? Is my license magical? <laughs> the things that you've note from your license in specific, it's it's magical in the sense that it it is a magic item. It is it basically does contain the soul of a creature inside of it. Uh, its magic is used to 
do various things, such as in your magphone, it's able to amplify how the magphone works, which allows is why Endian is able to communicate with a far larger range of people than than either Darius or Thelum's magphone, which is tethered to Endians. So it's able to amplify certain things, certain devices. I think Darius would probably have a little bit better explanation yeah. of some of this stuff. Uh, but you you know that much. I mean, Endian knows that it's, it might have just been like a, a thing in the back of Endian's mind and they haven't really had a chance to really interact with it. But occasionally when like brushed up against a wall or something, it like maybe a trick of the mind. It feels as though maybe Indian is like has like stuck a little bit to it, and that seems very a notable change that they've had since having this license. But it's it's it hasn't been something anything Indians tested out or or thought of or anything like that. So they've just been ignoring it mostly. Maybe it's because when you're going up trees, you might think it's sap, but you're not sure. Maybe it's. It, there's there's honestly a, a so many possibilities in Indian's case as to why <laughs> she might stick to things. Um, what do you mean? <laughs> uh, but it's because her personality is so prickly. <laughs> so attractive. <laughs> so uh, magnetic. <laughs> so magnetic. Yeah, uh, you know, you, you feel like you thing. feel magic from it. You just it's been hard to not really something. It's been so ambient for you for over a year now that you haven't really didn't engage with it and also I, I i think we've talked about this before uh when, when rook when we were talking about you starting your mission with rook and and, and bastion endian has a very different career path as a librarian than a lot of librarians end up doing because endian's so soul focused on this one mission uh that they haven't really connected with other librarians at all hasn't really gone missions with other librarians at all so there's a lot of things in the library like in the library that endian just has so little knowledge of that others might have as common knowledge um aside from that is is does this world have like a uh, uh like a uh airplane and a fire plane and that kind of stuff is that you have airships well, like I mean, like um, oh, oh, you mean planes. like you mean okay, okay, that yeah, might. Not like a plane made of fire. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry. There's in 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 one of the um, campaign settings. There's a they, they use air, like elementals to help their airships go. Oh, okay, <laughs> so that's okay. why I was like, that's where my brain went. You went for like the actual things. No, um, not for us. I, I think we we've determined like elementals and stuff like that. Um, kind of spark out of like the ley lines. Like they're birthed yeah. of Dark World but they often slip through into Fracterra because of the, the, the ley lines. Can this gem give me permission to go to the Dark World then? Interesting. Possibly. Possiblemente. I want to just look up one thing. <laughs> <laughs> what is that traditionally called? Because it's not called the airplane. Plane of air, plane of fire. Okay. Yeah, the elemental planes is what those would yeah. be. Have to look up some CRs. CR convenience. Shout out. <laughs> I just realized how yeah. oh, very not even regional, just one town. Oh my gosh, so many. Second shout out. 
again, anyone listening, send <laughs> send IDL a DM if you can name it and name either one of us who knows what that is. <laughs> it's your convenience. If you want better press, you got to give me th- stuff. <laughs> nah. CR yeah. wouldn't pay for PR. They, they also need changed it. the recipe of their pizza and it sucks now. It used to be the best pizza on this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what you said that made us decide they couldn't get good pre- coverage unless they... <laughs> <laughs> Such a niche shout out. <laughs> okay. Indian. Uh yes. if you're looking at this gem and you're wanting to converse with it. Hold this. Suck <laughs> inside of it. Holding the ring and the gem now. <laughs> what languages do you speak? I speak I know, I don't know why I have to look at my character. I know what she speaks. Common, Elvish, and Sylvan. You feel like there's no way you could parlay with this thing because you don't speak the same languages. However, you feel as though you could assert your dominance over it. You could use magic and force, because you are possession of its soul gem, you could force it to do things. Uh, could I put it near my megaphone and see if the megaphone is able to interact with it? Since the megaphone has my license in it, correct? Yeah, yeah, but it, it doesn't, it's not. Yes. works with it like that. What am I gonna do? Lesser restoration is a stupid thing. Like I say, uh, you, you like I say, you could you could magically you could force it. You could like command it. You can do things like that. We just huh. need to be able to talk to it. And also- no, no, I mean, you, I'm saying is you could you can't like get its consent because yeah, you I don't speak its language. It to but give you can. Which doesn't <laughs> sound good. <laughs> no, it doesn't. You could you could oh you can use like. Force it with your will to like control this thing. Can I try to focus on that and see if I can just do it like just by focusing in on it right now? Or yeah, uh, give me an Arcana or a Nature check. Oh, Indian, you're so silly. Arcana or Nature? Yep. Yeah, you're pretty silly. That's uh, a ten. That's a ten. All right, I need you to make a Christmas saving throw. Oh hell. Oh, I'm exhausted. I forgot. <laughs> um, that It wouldn't have saved me there. But. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 12? Uh, Nathaniel, Thelum, Ildatha, you're seeing Indian <laughs> is trying to force their will onto this air elemental. Um, it doesn't. It like sparks a bit. And there's like a, like a, almost like a, uh, a, a spark that like, a mini explosion. The the gem's like there, but like a magical explosion almost, uh, as it like feedbacks. Um, but it doesn't seem as though whatever Indian was doing worked. What? What were you attempting? I was attempting to commune with the creature that's trapped in here, but it didn't seem to work correctly. I was hoping we could use it as a way to get into Dark World, but. But not strong enough. Would your would Thelum perhaps have a better chance of it? What what is everyone's passive uh, insight? Dead. Uh, sixteen. Fifteen. Twelve. Nathaniel, you you notice when Andian is talking to you, they're a little bit more breathy in their voice. Mm-hmm. She's flirting. Uh, as I said before we take off into this, I like how you addressed uh, Ildatha. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I need everyone else to know that they're there. <laughs> <laughs> and you weren't, um, uh, obviously you weren't uh, successful communicating with it. Doesn't appear so. Hearing another chance to get into the dark world, Thelum, out of character, Thelum has no fucking chance, but <laughs> he's going to take that shot and pick up the gem and try and commune with it. Endian does not give way with of the gem. Um, are you okay? Fine. Okay. Can I, can I try to see the gem? I think I'll hold on to it for now, just in case. Why? I, I, I think I can get in my next try. I just have to stay in contact with it to get more familiar with the entity. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I mean, we still have to uh, collect the tallow and the spruce and the carving, so... Yes, we should work on the other things while I try to crack this. I was very close the first time. Um, can I do... I know I picked something up on the passive. Can I try to, do, like, just based off of this, can I do, like, an actual insight check to see if I get anything else from it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to roll any better, but... Ooh, um, dirty 20. Uh, can I get a... Can I get a, a deception or uh, from Indian? You're exhausted. Hey, I'm exhausted. Does, <laughs> does exhaustion count for me right now? No. Okay, 17. What the heck? 17? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Indian very much is acting different uh clearly much more talkative than normal <laughs> for one <laughs> but is very they seem very guarded in what they're saying how much longer do you think you would have to spend with the gym i may need a rest to fully immerse myself with it to find its weaknesses mm. uh, da, 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 da. well um we can see what we can still gather from here, but with nightfall upon us, um, we shouldn't be going out um, too far from the camp, and I don't think I saw any of the spruces nearby enough, um, so we'll likely have to wait until tomorrow night to attempt this anyways. Yes. Um, yes, let's... Um, I guess we need to start... Carving our totems. That you sounds like a good idea. totem? It, it yes. sounded like it, yeah. Oh, okay. I'll go Does start everyone say totem wood? like that? Totem? Totem? <laughs> totem? <laughs> you said it, I wasn't going to say anything, and then Kyle also said it that way. Never <laughs> hit both the T's really hard in totem? <laughs> totem. I, in my normal speaking voice, I don't, but... Um, <laughs> Toe. I think everyone from the court says totem. <laughs> <laughs> I try to do my snooty voice with Nathaniel so they say totem <laughs> I mean Eldatha is good to start um, collecting like uh, some like sizable pieces of wood they're not sure how everyone's going to be good at so that they get like they want to go and get like a you know some separate from like several of them for people who make mistakes mm -hmm. um uh, I'm going to, as we're doing this, I'm continuing to keep an eye on Endian. 
mm-hmm. um, just mostly seeing like is she actually doing anything like she's saying that she was going to focus more on the gem but is she doing anything else as we're kind of starting to prep for getting ready for the night especially compared to like how we've camped over the past three four nights where i'm sure Endian was probably pretty involved in like setting up camp and making sure things were like secure set like well done and things like that that's my assumption since she is well traveled what about Thelum? Thelum's gonna. No, we're we're trying to solve it in for the night. I was gonna say try and get some tallow. I guess he'll just try and make whatever space that they're we're gonna be sleeping in. I don't know, just ordered or orderly, nice, clean. Yeah, as you guys are you're collecting your stuff, uh, as it's getting into the night, uh, Ildatha has collected wood. Um, you're all able to start carving your pieces. Would we have, would we say we've had the equivalent of a short rest? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay, okay. <gasps> just. Yeah, just you guys haven't out. been, yeah, you've been sitting here. Um, do I, to be fair, Nathaniel's the one who's been doing a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a pass you should, pass you should. <laughs> Let me just kind of let me just look at some things that may be useful for me, you know. Like, who had the, who took the potions, by the way, in the scroll for Goodberry? Um, I would have given um whoever found the potions, Nathaniel wouldn't have asked for one since um you already gave them one of your potions. So essentially, like, if they were one to find one, uh, would immediate would give it to one of you. Um. So I have three, so she probably would have given them to you just so we're spread out. So we're not one person. Because I think Thelum has two, right? Because Thelum gave Endian one after she gave one to... Yes. There you go. So we're just leaving with you. So they're spread out amongst people. It depends if you want Goodberry or... Because both of us can learn Goodberry. I don't know what Goodberry is. That's because you I'm, can't learn it. <laughs> it's, um, I mean, it's probably more useful for you to have the scroll. Okay. Because, like, okay. I already have it prepared, so, like... Oh, if, yeah, and I don't have it prepared, so I can use the scroll. Yeah. I just wanted to get that out of the way, so we're not... Yep. Forgetting about it. I I think I am going to, um, over the course of us getting ready, mm-hmm. um, I would start with Ildatha and, uh, like, try to talk to him away from the other two. Somebody's talking to Adatha? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I forbid <Yeah>. this. <laughs> um, well, well, they're friends. <laughs> yeah, I've known Adatha a lot longer than you two. <laughs> you don't know. Well, I've known him <laughs> You've longer known than him I personally. <laughs> yeah. Um, Adatha. Il- yes. How well do you know? Indian. We've only been on speaking terms for a few months now, but I have stayed by the king's side for a very long time. She... She seems to be acting different. Ever since... After she... Whatever happened with that gem. It... It, it concerns me. She, she doesn't seem to be herself. Hmm. You could 
if you think something's amiss, you could always bring up something very traumatic that would cause a predictable reaction. It's always a good way of having someone betray their thoughts. That is an interesting idea. I don't, I don't know what the fuck I'd say though, Eldatha. That's the, that's the issue here, bud. You could. She seems. I would say her, her actions have been very strange to me in the last month. Ever since she came back from the desert, where they lost Darius, um, this whole mission seems very unusual for the princess. Perhaps you could bring up something to do with with Darius. I don't know if I know them well enough to know what would be the appropriate reaction to anything I would ask. I apologize that I'm not able to help further. No, it is uh, quite all right. I also, whatever may come of it, I wanted you to be aware of it before of course. Um, I did anything about it. Of course. Also, just looking at my character sheet, I know we're quite deep into it. <laughs> but also, if this is a charm condition, we got fucking advantage on that as, as a ladron there, Indian. <laughs> I didn't ask. But okay. also, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, you're fine. I just saw that. I wasn't realized. worried about it either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just carving. I'm just whittling. Carving. Well, I suppose we can... We'll, we'll note, probably, at least in the next day, if something for sure is wrong. I'm worried if we do not deal with it sooner rather than later, it'll be too late. Okay. I, um, not that I stopped talking to Ildatha, but... <laughs> yeah, uh, he, Ildatha, kind of heads back towards the campsite where people are whittling, and he sits down with his, he's going back to finishing his, his thing, um, and he looks up across over to Endian and says, this is the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> we did, we're here. What did you say to me? Something with Eldatha, kill him. Well, if you would like to talk to me about advice on how to use the bathroom in the woods. You can always hit me up on Twitter. That's Bumblescum. That's with a K. If you would like to talk about how some sessions can be three days long and some sessions can be three hours long, uh, you can always hit up the IDL at underscore RP... (laughs) at IDL underscore RPGS or hashtag IDL if you would like to ask... Adam, you know, the best way to read a tree, you can hit him up at uh, at Little Growth. If you would like to ask Baka Zombie what's what's going on, you can always hit him up at Zombie Baka. Uh, and uh, uh, I don't have a funny thing for this. Kyle's not talking to you. Goodbye, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> fucker.